Hello, everybody, and welcome to Book Events, the wrestling dream match podcast on the internet. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bank. With me, as always, is the mouth of the South, Anthony Hall. Hello, everyone. It we, is me. We 100% did not prepare for this joke. <laughs> <laughs> It's a joke uh, only for uh, our video uh, watchers. Uh, I, can't of the pod. Handle, I can't handle this. <laughs> uh, I, I downloaded Snap Camera to make uh, my Zoom experiences more spicy, and now I have a big mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't handle this. All right. Well, besides. <laughs> Anthony amusing himself today. Uh, <laughs> we have a special guest here on this episode of the podcast. Anthony, why don't you introduce them? All right. Book it, Vince. Listeners and watchers, please welcome one of Toronto's best comedians, the creator of one of the longest running shows in Toronto. Good news, Toronto. Put your hands together for Corey Birch. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> Introducing Mr. Corey Birch! Welcome! Corey Birch, hailing from Markham, Ontario! <laughs> the one place you'll never expect anyone in WWE to ever be hailed from. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, thanks for having me. Oh yeah, no uh, problem, Corey. Thank you so much for joining us. So yeah, tell us yeah, a bit man. about yourself to let the uh, audience know what do you do. Yeah, I'm a I'm an actor, uh, stand up, uh, improviser, just all around uh, performer in Toronto. Yeah, as Anthony said, I run a Good News Toronto. It's like a the Daily Show, but it's Canadian, so it's more polite and drunken. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And for okay. and and I will say the pe- the people who get to watch this version not only get to see uh, Anthony's <laughs> geez that mouth I can't you, put, you <laughs> drank from your mug and then it changed back to, yeah won't be I was trying to say is people that watch the episode you'll get to see Anthony's giant mouth but then you'll also get to see Corey's face paint oh, and I yeah. noticed that in like all your posts you always either wear a Shrek mask or. You you have face paint or stuff. It's great. I have one right here. Perfect. Reach. Uh, Corey, Corey also has a, a fiend mask. I'm pretty sure. Where do you have it here? Yeah. <laughs> do you have just like a grab bag of all your masks in your little zoom zoom room? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you better believe it, kid. Oh my god, that's so funny. All oh, right. amazing. Well, before we get into it, as always, when we have a special guest on the show, they hit us with their dream match that they want to see and we'll break it down and dream up what that feud will be but first if you like what we do here on book events please like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever you platform you get your podcast from anthony i swear to god (laughs) (laughs) i can't handle it i can't uh, handle it i'm trying to (laughs) it's because he's right below where he is on my monitor he's right below my webcam so all i just see is anthony <laughs> Anyways, like I said, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on. Blackie already talked about. There's a video version on our YouTube channel. Please come and uh, check that out as well. Um, and also, we do answer viewer questions at the end of the episode, and you can submit those questions to us either on our social media. 
platforms or on our website, unknownerafilms.com slash events. If you go there, you can check out all of the episodes, all of the match recommendations that we give every single week, um, and also submit your questions. So now we'll get into the meat of it. So we have Corey Birch here. Yeah. And you're going to hit us with your dream match that you want to see. Okay. Uh, before we get started, I just hope that I get to come back because I have a, a long list of dream matches here that I would like <laughs> to see. Excellent, uh, excellent. Big classic ones like Andre the Giant versus The Big Show, for example, would be great. Oh. Uh, uh, one I was thinking of is Tajiri versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, that'd be so good. Good one. Too. Abaddon oh. versus Becky Lynch. Uh, Abaddon? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but what I'm going to go for is, and I think Anthony might have seen this coming, uh, The Fiend oh. versus The Boogeyman. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> How could you? Dexter Loomis. Wait, what? What was that end part? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, there's three people? Yeah, Dexter Loomis. Oh, a my triple God. threat match. A triple okay. threat. This is our first okay. triple threat. Yes, this is, a, oh my goodness. Uh, three three people involved in this feud. Okay, yeah. Dexter How Loomis. the hell do they even all come together? <laughs> That's the uh, question. That's the... <laughs> do, do you have any, like, uh specific things that you want to see or like any like caveats to to the oh it's to gonna the be feud? the main event of wrestlemania for sure the boogeyman okay. has got a main event wrestlemania one time and one time only i can't believe this okay so the the caveat is that the boogeyman and the, i guess to end this feud it has to headline wrestlemania yeah okay. it uh, on, the first thing that comes to my mind is that it honestly needs to be like a match for the other two's like souls or something nuts yeah. like that. Oh, absolutely. How do we even start? <laughs> do you think they do a cinematic match for the oh. WrestleMania main event? I guess they, I guess they kind of did, right? Because the Boneyard match was a cinematic match. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Firefly Funhouse was a cinematic match. But was that the main event of Mania? Like the Boneyard was like. Pretty much the main event of Mania. Yeah. Uh, well, Boneyard was on night, like they're on separate nights. Yeah, was that on so, night one Boneyard? I don't remember, but yeah, but it it would have to be something like that because I mean, what? How else do you have these crazy characters interact? <laughs> like, it would be a very good wrestling match, honestly. Just just their physicality, like they're all very good wrestlers. And we all know what the boogeyman's finisher is, and that's how the, it's it's all going to end. Oh my the god! Boogie slam, which is a version of the pump up handle slam, the greatest move uh, in wrestling history. I think I think we, we, we talked. I think we talked about this the last. I forget which episode it was on. It was one of the last ones that we recorded, and we got your question of. <laughs> about the boogeyman and we had to look up what his finisher was yeah i actually could not remember i remember so I, I remembered the the sit down choke slam i don't yeah. know if it has a specific move or name but uh yeah let's see oh well goodness. okay i guess we need to book if this is going to happen in this timeline yeah we need to figure out dexter loomis's move up to the main roster and why boogeyman comes back mm. so mm. yeah i think it would be it would start with a feud between uh loomis 
and uh, the fiends. Yeah, for sure. I think like Loomis would be like a, a call up from NXT, which always uh, historically has gone well for NXT call ups. I mean, <laughs> dating all the way back to. <laughs> uh, they did great stuff with Shinsuke uh, Finn, uh, Finn Balor and then he went wow. back that shows you how well it went um, Neville yeah Neville. Neville oh my favorite tag team ever, ever the Vaudevillians uh, um, you know. oh Ascension uh, Ascension also died I mean all the tag teams that, that come up from NXT Authors suffer, of pain, uh, baby. Authors of pain. They're still going strong. Yeah, Somewhere. Recent, recently released Authors of Pain. Uh, we missed you. I love if we just mentioned all these names and then Corey's like, what? I didn't know any. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've just been watching uh, NXT. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, uh, we wish you the best in your Future endeavors, Akum and Rezar. Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, it'd have to be a call up. I mean, I would hope it would be something going out on something like, like, getting a good enough program of either like trying to get the North American title or the NXT yeah. title, and then, yeah, sure, he loses, but then he moves up and then appears on the roster. Yeah, it, it would be beaten by Cameron Grimes for sure. That's the most logical. Get a cage in. <laughs> Oh, do you, okay. So, do you think that, like, let's say, uh, in this universe, Cameron Grimes is a North American champion? I'm Cameron Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, if you're Again, listening to this podcast, you need to watch it. I don't care yeah. what you say. If you're on Spotify yeah. right now, just go to YouTube and just watch it. Just switch to YouTube. Yeah. Uh, just... <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it, it, it would have to be something like that, and then God, coming. Yeah, I feel the like main he, would, he would. He would have like the the North American title. Loses it, and then the next raw he gets called up. Right. It would be, I mean, he would have to come in on a big way, in a big way, and probably just start. I mean, I love, I just love his stalker character, yeah, and just like the creepiness of like him against Roderick Strong was one of the best, just because it was so, just him randomly appearing and just never like really showing up and just driving him insane was so good i'd I'd imagine have to be something similar yeah to to someone else just to establish him i I must say the worst part of his character are those caricatures that he has because they're so cartoony he's good he's good at drawing man it's a good caricature but i don't it doesn't evoke spookiness from me i'm like oh he he could work at canada's wonderland or something right it's it's it certainly isn't like an intimidating thing um, but it is like pretty funny that he has this like incredible drawing talent. Yeah. <laughs> it okay. It yeah, so maybe maybe that's where it starts. Maybe he uh, he like I think that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, let him in. Uh, I think I think how it could start though. Uh, <laughs> Anthony's gone wild. Yeah. Uh, yep. But it could start with like. Uh, maybe just the claim of like the commentators or like people putting Loomis over as like the scariest person on the roster. Like he's, uh, and like you might start drawing the fiend or something like that. Yeah. Who would be the perfect, like annoying, like, like, uh, scaredy cat heel. You think think the the Miz? 
the Miz. <laughs> so so the Miz? Dexter Loomis stalking the Miz and 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 like creeping him out, sending him weird messages, <laughs> drawings and stuff, and just showing up and like, oh what oh you would know, be really good. <laughs> what if then like as like a video package, it shows like old clips of Miz and Misses, and then d- they superimpose Dexter Loomis into like the back of it. Oh yeah, in the background where yeah, he's just sit- standing and like staring and watching. Or or he's just like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, peeking yeah. from like beyond this wall. Like he's like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be a good that'd be a good run because it would really show a how good he is at wrestling but then also just how creepy he can be yeah it, it could be for either the money in the bank title or the, the contract rather or what other title could the Miz have i guess the US? he could he could end up getting like a u.s title or intercontinental title but even even so i don't really think even like it has to be for a title because yeah. it would just be a good way to establish his character because he genuinely is such an interesting character, but then he's really good at what he does. And then the creepiness of the, of like the, his submission and then holding the person in the ring. (laughs) I love it. But, and like when he crawl when he crawls on his hands, yeah, he's like, just slides around. Like, yeah. (laughs) So then, yeah, I think that's a great way to establish him. And then, it probably, I mean, you either need to have the fiend do something to Loomis, or Loomis do something to the fiend. It's one of them trying to establish don- dominance over the other, or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So let's say that, like, the feud with the Miz and Dexter Loomis, um, it like maybe ends, and then uh, Miz. Wants to like talk to Dexter Loomis on Miz TV, and he like he wants to like kind of like bestow the moniker of like the creepiest, uh, weirdest superstar. Like, and he's t- he's basically like telling like the rest of the locker room like not to mess with Dexter Loomis. And then you hear your everybody's favorite high pitched sound, and the <laughs> ring goes black. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe that's and maybe that's how the Fiend gets involved with Dexter Loomis is that after he beats the Miz. The Miz is just like, nobody mess with this guy. Yeah. He's weird. He'll hurt <laughs> you. He'll come into your house. Uh just leave him alone, all right? That'd be really <laughs> it'd be really funny to then have Morrison be be there too, and he's he's just like hyping all that up too. Yeah. He's like, yeah. That's or, true. Or, yeah. Or, or they have it so that Morrison like because I love the I love the whole like Roderick Strong basically like having like PTSD because of it yeah. and like yeah, they had to do yeah. that therapy session where Kyle O'Reilly was the psychiatrist <laughs> but imagine if like if like something happened where it spooked Morrison so bad that he like it changed his character a little bit just for like a couple of weeks or something where yeah. like he was so stunned and he comes out for his his entrance but he doesn't do anything he just is sort of just walking yeah. shocked and scared well, yeah he instead of doing his like his arm thing and and like the slow-mo cam he like he just like comes he's like he's kind of like walking with swagger and then he yeah. like the slow-mo cam is just like him looking back in fear and being like oh. but johnny Drip no more <laughs> johnny scared scared um, yeah uh 
yeah so then it yeah i think it's that the fiend or that bray wyatt like shows interest in him and maybe it is just like a little like in that interview has dexter has dexter loomis cut a promo ever i don't think so he's he's like a strong silent type his finisher's the silence uh, yeah his character Imagine if he came out on Miz TV and yeah, just sat there anything. and just didn't say anything. Yeah, I think that's exactly how it would go. He would go on Miz TV, say nothing, and then perhaps later in that same episode, or maybe the next week on Raw, it would be like a, a Firefly Funhouse. Ah, yes, yes. Like, just Bray being Bray Wyatt and being like, oh, I hear there's a new spoof. Yeah. It would definitely also, well, you could play into the Alexa Bliss stuff now where it's like, yeah. Where maybe Alexa is, is like, um, maybe it's that Bray is not really too like worried, and it's this all like, oh, we have a new, f- we have a new friend in the neighborhood, yeah. and they do like a caricature of Dexter in some way, like where it's like how how they always keep bringing in characters that are supposed yeah. to portray someone else outside and they do something like that i don't know what it would be maybe it's like this new puppet or something that's a mute and so then they make fun of that yeah it's like silent squirrel and yeah yeah and and the squirrel is just like doesn't say anything (laughs) yeah that'd be so weird (laughs) i mean i mean the firefly (laughs) finaris is weird no matter what um silent squirrel uh, is is the Dexter Loomis character in Firefly Funhouse, and then Bray and Alexa uh, try to get the Silent Squirrel to like walk into a trap or something. Yeah, and then maybe like the the next week on on Raw, uh, Loomis is having a match like one on one with Morrison, and Morrison's still doing like this the scared entrance and stuff like that, and then the lights go out, and then like the fiend sound again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like, lights come out, Morrison's gone. Uh, and then Ooh. you can see, like, the fiend on the, the Jumbotron. And then I think it, 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 this is the thing we always cover. It, that always ends up we kind of talk about when it comes to, like, very specifically, like, like character characters where, you know, they have a very specific way that they act. And so I can't imagine anything funnier, but also weird than like someone like Caleb Braxton or Sarah Sniper trying to interview Loomis? Dexter Loomis. Yeah. And it's oh, like, yeah. what do you think about what's happening with the fiend right now? And the t- interest that he's taken in you into you. And just nothing. Yeah. I okay. think, I think in NXT, um, <laughs> I think Mackenzie Mitchell like has tried to interview Dexter Loomis before. Like, and he just like, well, like, look into the camera and then just like walk off. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great, that's a great bill. Like uh, moving forward towards the thing. Like it's kind of like an orange Cassidy thing where he doesn't say anything in his promos. At least that's how it was initially. Yeah. Loomis doesn't say anything ever. It it definitely then, I think that, I think uh, maybe like bliss is then the sort of mouth piece that helps bridge the gap together. And maybe then it builds towards like, some sort of encounter where bliss maybe is having a match or something. And then Loomis interrupts the match yeah, and like tries to scare her back. And then you have this like really interesting character piece of like 
we've seen this whole change in Alexa Bliss's character and how she started to become like, you know, the creepy, uh, the, the scary sister. And now, and then all of a sudden what spooks her the most is this new guy in WWE who are in on the main roster. That's just silent, weird, creepy. And he's just always like popping up, like just randomly, like, yeah, he's always just kind of in the corner lurking. And yeah, I don't think he'd get involved in like an Alexa Bliss match, but he could be like, he would like come from like the, the Thunderdome screens, just like behind one or something like that. Yeah. Oh, you could do some really cool visual effects with the with the thunderdome and loomis where like he pops up on different in people's different screens and then like maybe it builds towards this thing of like him filling up all of the screens yeah just his face just staring oh that'd be creepy or or just like yeah it like fills up all the screens and then all of a sudden like it makes like one big dexter loomis face (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty. That's that'd be pretty spoopy for sure, man. But yeah, so then does this lead into like a match between the two of them or an encounter between the two of them? I think eventually, yeah. I think eventually Bray would be the one to call him out and be like, "Mr. Loomis, like uh, I think it's time we met." Yeah, <laughs> and, like they they meet and like what would be a good uh, stipulation type match for them. But it wouldn't. It would be Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend, right? Because the we saved the Fiend for like, I don't know, for the, for the, punishing the, people and, and yeah, yeah. hurt deal. Yeah. yeah, you could have a really interesting encounter where you do something that's kind of like cinematic in a way, but it's just like a backstage promo. But it's not necessarily backstage. Maybe it's something like, I don't know. Personally, the the the. Dinner debonair has kind of changed the way that I think about like oh yeah segments because it was so weird and just so crazy and if you don't know what we're talking about it's from oh. AEW oh, yeah, no. Chris Jericho and, and MJF doing a a you know a musical number to continue their story and it was so interesting but it's like <laughs> you could have just like maybe it's something like that Bray Wyatt wants to sit down with Dexter and like maybe it's some sort of thing where he like taps into his mind or something crazy like that just so that he can get insight on this guy and what's what is his deal why why is he here sort of thing and maybe that freaks out Bray Wyatt himself yeah would you think this would happen in the Firefly Funhouse uh yeah it would be oh yeah that'd be interesting if he if he invites dexter loomis to come to the firefly funhouse yeah that'd be so weird like it, it like would the character of dexter loomis still be the same of just silent and saying nothing and and doing nothing but then he comes in the firefly funhouse and then it kind of Maybe Bray Wyatt goes into the mind of Dexter Loomis. This is starting to get into weird territory. (laughs) Maybe the first one is like there's like a knock on the door, Mm. uh, and then like they open it and it's just one of uh, Loomis's drawings. I like that. That's oh nice. Oh yeah, and and it's it's just yeah. I mean, all you could the best that you can do with this is just little moments week after week of just them 
starting to like we kind of we kind of honestly we kind of did this in one of our past episodes i think it was the yeah. brood versus um the new the y family the oh, y, y family where it's like you start to kind of like out creep each other yes and it's, and it's who can one up each other's creepiness yeah and like i think that's where it would kind of lead to is like yeah yeah each week you have a different moment and and throughout that i think it would just be in terms of wrestling it'd be like dexter loomis just having match after match just to keep showing how like dominant he is and how serious he is mm-hmm. yeah and I, I think the, the the creepy factors can happen like both in the ring and also in like backstage things like just backstage like stuff's going wrong and people don't know is it loomis is it the fiend who's to blame and they're trying to get to the bottom of it but then even more creepy stuff happens maybe yeah. Stuff that involves earthworms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting. I was like, all right, how are we going to get him involved now? Yeah, exactly. How are we going to get him involved now? I think, I yeah, it, having those little moments pop up would definitely then trigger, like, is, wait, what's going on? It Like, when we did the Brood versus the Y family, it was this whole thing of that, the, uh, the entire backstage is so creeped out that they don't want to wrestle. And it's yeah. kind of that same story of like, everybody must be like freaking out. Like wh- I don't even want to be here at work because there's just too many creepy things going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I wonder, so I mean, it, the easiest thing to like push a story forward is to be like, while well, they're going after a championship. Yeah. Like it's easy to then foil each other in that way. Um, but yeah, to get the boogeyman involved, it could be a thing of maybe they end up having, maybe Bray, maybe, well, I think Bray Wyatt and Dexter Loomis would have a match at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I think uh, how we could book it is there'd be like Loomis, uh, or maybe the Fiend wins the first match, mm. uh, at like a a pay-per-view. And then the second, like one is the Fiend and then the rubber match, the boogeyman gets added in. Oh, okay, okay. So Dexter Dexter Loomis beats uh like Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt in the first match. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then the fiend is like is awoken and 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 tries to punish Dexter Loomis and ultimately is successful. And then in the rubber match, creepy stuff has been happening for for too long. Yeah, I think, they have to I settle think, it. I think at that point you have like you maybe have another match between the fiend and Dexter and maybe mm. it's some sort of <clears throat> maybe it's some sort of gimmick match yeah. yeah that can introduce the boogeyman where then maybe trailing along in the story you start to have moments of like maybe I don't know it could involve Alexa Bliss where it's just like I mean, the easiest thing to connect the boogeyman with is like nightmares. So it maybe that gets involved where it's like uh, they start talking about nightmares and horror and all these yeah. things. And maybe the, oh, maybe what's that one match? Um, Chamber of Horrors is that a match type? Oh, or something like that. I forget. But maybe it's something like that. And then that's where the boogeyman comes up. It comes out and 
instead of and instead of there being a finish to that match, uh, it ends in a non-finish and the boogeyman's there. But like instead of just it being like old boogeyman, we like ramp up the scariness factor of it, where yeah, it's like yeah. he's returned and he's a psychopath. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the the original run of him was kind of silly and like whatever. It was like him versus Booker T and Charmel and stuff like that. Like <laughs> this one could be like just like crazy boogie band. And I think we could also introduce him, if not a chamber format, in like a buried alive match. Mm-hmm. And there's like earthworms, and then like that like leads to like what are these worms doing here? And then he just oh, I like that actually. We could do like a cinematic like sort of like. uh the House of Horrors match. Yeah. Uh, but the stipulation is it's it's like to win the match, you have to bury the person alive. Yeah. And then we could get a non-finish there where it's like they're about to throw, like somebody is about to throw Dexter Loomis. Let's say the Fiend is about to throw Dexter Loomis into the pit. And then you like see inside of this like hole that's already digged out and there's all these worms yeah yeah just crawling all over dexter loomis and that that also even like makes a fiend like suspect and from behind can appear like just like the, the undertaker the undertaker moment with aj styles behind the boogeyman appears behind the fiend and just pushes them also into the yeah and they both the go grave. yeah and then they both get buried and then he smashes the clock over his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It could be a really good moment, yeah, where you have, the, like, the silhouette of him, and you're like, what's going on? And then it does, like, a pan-up reveal of him in, in his, his clothes, and then you hear his music come out. Yeah. And then he maybe just, like, smoldering says, like, I'm the boogeyman. Yeah. I'm coming to get you. He's like, or he just goes, I'm coming to get you. And doesn't he have like a huge like staff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. He could yeah. just hit the fiend. I'm coming to get you. And just yeah. hits the fiend in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the fiend falls in as well uh, into the, the empty grave plot with Dexter Loomis. What pay-per-view would this happen at, we think? Oh. Wow. Rights. Bragging rights. Let's just make it a bragging <laughs> Let's bring... Let's bring back bragging rights, stomping uh, ground, stomping grounds. Great Balls <laughs> of Fire, that's the one. That's the Great one we'll do it at. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What about Cy- Cyber Monday? Is that, <laughs> was that what it was? <laughs> Cyber Monday, Cyber Tuesday was. Okay, okay. Yeah, so let's make it at like a, I mean, this feud is, it's crazy that it has to headline WrestleMania. So maybe this is at, yeah, Great Balls of Fire. Seems like a fun pay-per-view to have. Oh, man. Well, Halloween Havoc would make the most sense. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's too easy. Extreme Rules, whatever the tagline this past year was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Extreme Rules makes sense. Of course. (laughs) That actually, that that makes too much sense. Extreme Rules Horror Show. It's a, a buried alive House of Horrors match between Dexter Loomis and The Fiend. Interrupted by the boogeyman making his making his return. What yeah. is the boogeyman's intentions? Will we find out next time on Raw? Yeah. I guess we do. Maybe. What are his intentions? Why is the boogeyman? It would back? be really creepy if the boogeyman came back and everybody's like, "Oh, it's the boogeyman," and then he cuts like a fire promo. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like just, it. Like, that'd be so out of nowhere for that character to raise hell and like. Yeah. You guys think you know scary? Uh, I'll show you. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's like you know true fear and nightmares and terror. Yeah. I'm back and I'm coming to get you. Yeah. <laughs> He's you like, go. I don't have my real teeth and I really ate earthworms. Oh my legitimately <laughs> <laughs> not well. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few concussions from hitting myself with a clock over and over again. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what year it is. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's just trying to find out what year it is. This is the reason why he's bad. <laughs> Nobody will tell him what year it is. And but, he has to wrestle. He yeah. finds out. And yeah, I think I think, yeah, the following raw there could be like another uh the Firefly funhouse. Uh, and like just wise like oh you think that you got the best of me boogie well and then like just cuts a what? promo but, like, I it, de- it definitely would have to introduce the boogeyman in the firefly funhouse but i think then that would be like it would introduce it and and he's like a fun super go lucky character where he's like i'm the boogeyman yeah. <laughs> not threatening at all not scary at all like and the booger man or something. Yeah. Or yeah, or B- the booger man. I'm the booger <laughs> man. Asking booger man. <laughs> yeah, I def. It, I think you have to have some sort of like. I I think you'd have to have that little bit of character change for the boogeyman, just because then that way you can have him like, instead of just three characters who just do things indiscriminately and we don't really know why you need to have some sort of reason. And so having him come in and be like, I'm here to show the true horror, like yeah. what true horror is. And no yeah. one knows what, like no, no one's seen anything yet. And then yeah. it's like comparing them all of like, there's this guy who's silent and thinks he's threatening, but really he's just a creepy stalker. There's yeah. this guy who dresses up and hangs around with kids <laughs> and as a, as a creepy clown, Mr. Rogers knockoff. It, it's so breaking it down like that, but then having yeah. be able to have Bray Wyatt then retaliate in some way um, with that. And maybe then it's like playing with old footage of the boogeyman, but like then just like adding fun sound effects and, and stuff where it's yeah. him like eating earthworms. And it's like, like like uh squishing sounds like just yeah. in a fu- in a funny like and then kids going like yay yeah 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 every time he like breaks a clock people are like yeah <laughs> yeah and i think yeah okay so i and then maybe that's really it, good and then maybe the the boogeyman has like just a, a complete squash match on raw where he just completely destroys somebody in the ring yeah like just like just like strong arms them and like this kills him uh who's riddick it? moss riddick moss no dabakato dabakato's going down <laughs> oh my god yeah okay sure let's let's squash dabakato because he already has been squashed by braun Strowman after weeks of building up on raw underground yeah and then and then and then the boogeyman on the next week he'll defeat all of retribution uh <laughs> single-handedly <laughs> <laughs> just squat let's just squash all of the prominent uh storylines and groups and people that we're trying to build up yeah the her business uh appears uh and then <laughs> the boogeyman just smashes a clock on our on mvp's head yeah <laughs> didn't they used to have a feud i think they must have had a feud yeah, at one point they, they, those yeah, two yeah, they're yeah. around the same time so they yeah. must have <laughs> 
Yeah, um, so maybe, like, yeah with, with the Hurt Business, MVP like, has like PTSD of like the boogeyman. <laughs> but now he's like serious boogeyman. Would, you know? would then this lead to like maybe a match between Boogeyman and uh, and Dexter Loomis just have them tangle with each other? And what would that yeah, be? Yeah. Would well, it just be I a think, normal match? or I think to make that match happen, you'd have... So after he interrupts them at Great Balls of Fire and the no finish happens, I think Dexter Loomis has to be like trying to plot something evil or he's like being creepy and just from or he's behind, just being creepy <laughs> yeah, just or, being creepy or maybe he's like off air for a few episodes to like sell the, the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. by worms but then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, eaten, eaten by worms i like yeah. that <laughs> that'd be the perfect that'd be the perfect uh byron saxton just like oh they must have been eaten by worms <laughs> yeah <laughs> But then, yeah, Anthony, like you were saying, I think he comes back gradually in promos. Like, you just see him in the background of things. Like, Yeah. I just thought of what should be in the Firefly Funhouse is it should be a, a puppet of an earthworm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Booger the earthworm. Booger the earthworm. Booger the earthworm. And the earthworm's just like, I don't like being eaten and mistreated like this. Yeah. Oh, a whole, like, mistre- animal cruelty <laughs> and mercy the buzzer just eats the earthworm yeah he's like shut up ah. uh, <laughs> my god okay 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 where 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 are we oh yeah are so we... back to loomis's return yes loomis is coming back hmm. he's he's gradually he's taking some weeks off and he's gradually appearing in people's promos yeah huh. and in the time bray wyatt has been cutting promos in the firefly Funhouse about uh, the boogeyman and like just like really cutting him down. And meanwhile, boogeyman is killing people in the ring, not yeah, literally, but just like just squashing people. Squashing. Yeah, like yeah. Hmm. And then Loomis is just like maybe like again in the in the Thunderdome or like in the background of like other people's uh, promos, kind of like how they introduced the fiend initially. Yeah, like, in the background With all of like the puppets, the yeah, Caleb mm. Braxton interview. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I think, it, it, yeah, it'd have to be a thing of just little, little, like, hints here and there until finally, like, Loomis shows up and just destroys the boogeyman. Yeah. Yeah, like, like after turn- the boogeyman takes out, like, somebody, he comes in after the match and just goes, like, silences him. It could, it could be this thing of even then introduce, or, um, like, I mean... Could would it be an absolute? Would it be would it be dumb to like have then Dexter like kind of bring back like the fear like any of the fears that the Fiend has like kind of like right now with how it's Randy Orton they keep bringing up like that like burning down the old Wyatt compound. Yeah. It's like what if then Dexter is trying to play on like their fears or something like that. Yeah. Because it's 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 tough when you have like three. three spookies and you're like what are any of their weaknesses (laughs) it could be a thing where yeah Loomis shows up in the Firefly Funhouse he's one of the only people I could I could see actually showing up in the Firefly Funhouse and like I would believe it yeah yeah so maybe like the first week uh, back he attacks Boogeyman after a match and then the second week he interrupts the Fiend in the Firefly Funhouse 
Yeah, uh, yeah. He interrupts Bray Wyatt. Maybe he like throws him like out of like the imaginary door on set, and he just like trashes the place. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, it could could work. There be there could be like really fun vignettes of like it it goes to the Firefly. It does a Firefly Funhouse segment, and then like one of the pictures in in it that is replaced with just a picture of Loomis, and yeah. he's just staring, and then like. And then, like, Brave walks over and rips it down and crumbles it up. Is like, well, forget about that. Um, or, or like, or, or it could be like when he when he first like the uh, crashes the funhouse. It's a picture of Loomis, but then his eyes start to move, and then he just like uh, rips. It. Oh, that's good. Oh, nice. That's so yeah. good. That's awesome. Living living portrait. And then yeah, he just comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, and then it just spills out into a brawl. Yeah. In in the Firefly Funhouse, and then I mean the easiest thing to be like, where where does it go? Because wasn't it when when it was the Fiend versus Braun that like he goes into the Firefly Funhouse and then pulls him out and then they brawl backstage? It was Anthony. <laughs> Anthony's lost interest. <laughs> I'm here still. My you head look, is just you small. look like you look like one of. Remember the Super Mario Brothers movie? Yes. Like how that's how they portrayed the uh that's how they portrayed the um the Koopas whereas these giant dinosaurs with tiny heads. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it, it yeah, that was so weird. How it's like he broke in and then yeah. drug dragged him out of the funhouse and then they were backstage and then in the parking area. Yeah, but, so maybe maybe like that first match happens all within the funhouse, like or like the first like attack. It just like it, instead of going backstage, it stays in the like idea of the funhouse, and there could mm-hmm. be like other parts to the funhouse that you've never seen before that Loomis is found when they fight there. <clears throat> That'd be really be- cool. I, honestly, yeah. I understand why they just have the blue wall and that's yeah. it because it's an easy set. But yeah. it would be interesting to see like what else is there. Yeah, but and do you think in one of these rooms, like a door opens and the boogeyman is there, and it's just like a room that's like full of dirt and like clocks and worms and like and shit like that? They could enter it by accident and like close the door immediately, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. That that leads to like the the WrestleMania cinematic fight match. Well, it'd be it'd be cool to have it as a as a Firefly Funhouse match where it like delves into their own. Like, because the whole thing with Cena was like it delved into like what could have been with Cena and what yeah, was right. missed and and making fun of his career. It could be interesting if like they go into Loomis and Boogeyman's career, but then they stumble into like that. But for Bray Wyatt, where like it touches on his past like yeah failures and Lucky Harris, yeah. yeah. And and then even touching on like the um what was the match with him and Randy Orton at WrestleMania the uh where they had the the bugs on the match. yeah 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 oh the god match <laughs> like making fun of that making fun yeah. of the Hell in the Cell debacle with Seth like yeah like it'd be interesting to play into that and it's just it's like, weird yeah he's squashed by Goldberg too yep that'd be a good. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the Dexter Lewis like draws like a really crazy caricature of Goldberg, and it's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
or it's like um it's portraying these like like nightmares that bray's having and then he sees dexter as goldberg (laughs) oh that's hilarious yeah 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 and then like the boogeyman is like a weird version of the fiend mixed with the boogeyman or something like that be so crazy but yeah it, it 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 just devolves into this like madhouse of horror sort of thing and then yeah, and then we, I, I i could see like a, a crossover thing where you see like for example bray wyatt doing the boogeyman's entrance and then like loomis doing uh wyatt's entrance and stuff like that it's kind of it, like <laughs> it's kind of like they're all just mixed in their own like it'd be so weird it's it's all of them mixed into their own different like weird worlds yeah that could be like the commentary of it like this the like the idea behind it like these are all just iterations of the same thing you could also like cut to footage of like the undertaker for example oh yeah you could have Mm. um um uh what was the name i always forget his name the character that the godfather had papa shango papa shango um doink the clown yeah. Oh, it would just be like this culmination of like creepy characters in I wrestling. The butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. So then, so that okay, so that's the Firefly Funhouse match at WrestleMania is yeah. like just this sort of. I I guess it's meant. I guess it ended up being like a like celebration of like the creepy characters from yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Okay, but. Boogeyman has to go over, right? Yeah, maybe he wins. My idea is he wins with the mandible claw, but with worms. Oh my god. Oh, he puts the worm puppet on his hand. <laughs> and he has he has two of them and he like puts them in the mouths of the fiend and Dexter and just like chokes him uh, out. Yeah. Oh my god. Mad- imagine if it just Imagine if it was just this, this like hallucinogenic, like, like crazy montage of all this stuff happening and them fighting in this madhouse sort of world or whatever. Yeah. And then it kind of does it like an Alice in Wonderland, like going through the rabbit hole. And then they just appear in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania. And then it just ends with that. Yeah. <laughs> putting yeah. them both down. And then <laughs> it's just the commentary team. It's fucking Tom Phillips just like. I have no idea which is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the famous last words. Yeah. I have no idea what just happened. Boogeyman <laughs> stands tall. And then he cuts to Titus O'Neil just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Okay. This is crazy. So basically we had uh, Dexter Loomis appearing um on raw uh getting involved with the miz and morrison oh yeah hey hey, hey. oh ho, ho. miz and morrison um and and then the miz uh warns everybody that yeah. dexter lupus is the creepiest and the fiend like nah 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 <laughs> yeah um and and then that we get that that amazing uh, match at Great Balls of Fire, the Buried Alive, uh, House of Horrors, Great Balls begin- of Fire, or the or the 
<laughs> where the boogeyman makes his return, and we see some weeks. Of oh, don't building. forget about don't forget about um, Bray Wyatt, Mister Rogers, against Dexter Loomis. Oh yes, where yeah. Dexter just destroys him. Yes, puts f terror into the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They break into the Firefly Funhouse, they break, and and the Boogeyman squashes everybody, uh, including Retribution. Uh, her business. Her business. Uh, Tucker. Tucker, yeah. <laughs> Tucker being buried, baby. Yeah, oh my goodness. And then, and, and, and then it just is weeks of mind games. Mind yeah. games. Like yeah, From... Loomis appearing places and the fiend like just cutting promos on both of them. Shenanigans yeah. in the fun in the fun house of cr just making like fun of both of them, um, until finally Dexter comes back and breaks into the fun house and just mm -hmm. runs right. amok and destroys yeah. it. Trashes the place. Oh, so good. Which leads to our WrestleMania match where they delve into each other's pasts. So they they explore each other very intimately. You gotta you gotta rephrase that, Edge. <laughs> very intimately, they explore each other's bodies and their pasts <laughs> and what makes them who they are. <laughs> and then it goes in this crazy psychedelic montage of them taking on the personas of all these different horror characters throughout WWE's history yeah, and playing into each other's fears and everything until finally it just ends with them falling through the mystical rabbit hole and appearing in the middle of the ring at Wrestlemania, at WrestleMania. Hollywood at yeah. Wrestlemania Hollywood yeah <laughs> And and it's uh and and the finish is double mandible claw with earthworm hands. Yeah, bugger the worm. Bugger the worm. Can there be a run in by the yeti? Maybe. Maybe that's enough. Okay. So what would be some crazy? I just want to touch on this because it it's a great area to like just dream up like crazy random things. What would happen in that like Firefly Funhouse Madhouse? Firefly Madhouse match or whatever. Firefly Madhouse. I think one would be Dexter doing his his finisher. The silence. To to say like the fiend or something, and then he goes to it like does a close up and it goes to like to like pet pet the person whoever yeah. he ends up slamming, and then it cuts down and he looks down and it's him and he's holding himself. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And I, I also think a fun thing with Dexter Loomis would be like he's in one of the rooms in the funhouse, and there's no exit, but he then he draws one, like fucking Looney Tunes style. Oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. It's like a but hall he, of yeah. mirrors and everything, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. he opens the door and just immediately gets like punched in the face by like the fiend. Yeah. Oh, nice. There and has then, to yeah. be there has to be a, a room or something where it's all like time related and it's like clocks yeah. all these broken clocks yeah. and they're like t like you know um at the end of like hook where it's the oh yeah the room of like yeah like the room of all the clock and then they start all going off and everything there has yeah. to be something like that 
where I it's... can see the scene going in there and just like going insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like ah. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, of course, we have to get a pump handle slam in there. So like, as oh. the fiend is like so discombobulated by uh, the clocks, <laughs> the boogeyman hooks him in and hits him with the pump handle slam. That's it, baby. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, I think it's a pump handle slam and then into the double man yeah yeah and then yeah dexter loomis comes in tries to attack um the boogeyman and the boogeyman hits him also with the pump handle slam or he does the sit out double choke slam thing uh and then yeah they're both incapacitated and the worms like it's like santino (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it's a worm (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and he chokes him out i he's a good guy I can't even. <laughs> I can't even yeah. deal with this. Like I said, I had a bunch of good ideas before, and then I'm like, no, I'm going to go with this. <laughs> it just would be so weird and crazy. But it'd be yeah. so. I'd watch it. <laughs> oh, definitely. I think it would be. It would be like crazy entertaining. I mean, I don't know about the main event of WrestleMania, but like, no, it it's crazy. <laughs> We'd definitely be sports entertained for sure, and that's uh, like- yeah. Definitely, it's 100%. like it's like the boneyard match. Like I was, I was very sports entertained by that match, <laughs> even though fired Gallows and Anderson. <laughs> yeah, the, the Undertaker <laughs> literally killed them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I I think we've run out of ideas. <laughs> uh, I think we all just we just put it all out there. Book wow. it, Vince. Book it, Vince. Book <laughs> it. it. But Vince loves this weird shit. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, that's, good. that's good shit. <laughs> that's good shit. And I mean, I mean, Dexter Loomis is definitely a Vince McMahon guy. Yeah. I mean, he's big. He's buff. He doesn't say anything. Um. So. <laughs> yeah. But there you go. What do you think, listener, viewer of our booking for? The Fiend versus Dexter Loomis versus the Boogeyman. Oh. How would have you have booked this insane feud? <laughs> um, and who do you think would come out on top? Let us know. Uh, but as always, we do have viewer questions. You can submit your. You just pulled that out now, Anthony. <laughs> you realize I, I can be on Raw. <laughs> I just found it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we uh, we ask for viewer questions every single week, um, and so you can submit your questions either by responding to our social posts on Twitter and Instagram, or by sending them to our website, unknownairfilms.com slash bookitvince, and we'll read them out here. Um, so the first question today, I just need to pull it up. Uh, the first question today comes from one uh, uh, Corey Birch, and Corey asks, uh, hey, Corey. <laughs> What would be your finisher? Oh, my finisher? Thanks for asking, Corey. I was uh, looking through, and yeah, Corey submitted a question for himself. My uh, my finisher, of course, would be the Green Bay Plunge. How does wow. that go again? That was uh, Mr. Kennedy's. It was like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fireman's Gary, and then from the top rope, you flip. It was insane. It was like a half Swanton Bomb, half uh, Death Valley Driver thing. Wow. I, I can't right now. Yeah, this just, is a uh, this is 
This is more than I expected. Don't get get away from the screen. Stop. (laughs) What's the next question, Marty? Oh, it's even creepier that the mouth isn't moving. Okay. It Uh, moves now. Uh, It just just is like a little bit of a delay because I'm talking so fast. My God. Uh, I wish you never found how to do these things. All right. Next question is... (laughs) uh, The next question comes from... uh, I'm losing it right now. No. Okay. The next question comes from, uh, I believe the name is Matt, Matt Tobin, who responded, who asked the question, what was the rock cooking that smelled so heavenly? (laughs) What was the rock? Probably pancakes or something like his cheat day meals look pretty crazy. Like he makes like pounds of pancakes and I thought I always thought I always thought, oh, a pizza was a good. One. I always thought it was like, like a, like a, like a roast. Yeah. Oh. If, if you want, okay. if you want to take it literally, uh, his his other catchphrase was uh, calling people candy asses. So it could be the candied uh, hindquarters of a donkey. Oh. Nice, uh, nicely. <laughs> oh, a caramelized ass. <laughs> Too bad no no one got to got to got to have that. He didn't have a cooking segment. I mean oh. it'd be pretty it'd be now I'm just thinking that would be what would be in if the rock faced the fiend for the Firefly Funhouse. The Rock's cooking. <laughs> what is the what do you smell what I am cooking? Alright. <laughs> uh because they, we had a yeah, because of those two questions. All the questions this week were kind of joke questions. Is that Guy Fieri on your face? God, okay, I can't take this anymore. Um, because all the questions were kind of joke questions. This one was actually a kind of a good one. And it's interesting. So I'll ask Anthony this. And Corey, you can give your input too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the name, um, unfortunately. But uh, it was on... A uh, comment on one of our on the Facebook posts that Corey was tagged in, and the question was, "What if wrestlers, what um, what what animal would uh, each wrestler be if they were anthropomorphic animals?" Oh, right. And right. then it lists a bunch of uh, animals. So Anthony, I want um Anthony and Corey. I'm gonna name a person, and you guys got a first like uh, first response. What animal is this person? Yes. Okay, ready. Gotcha. So Anthony. What animal is Batista? Uh, probably like a giant, like bull, like a raging okay. bull. Ah. Uh, Corey, yeah. uh, Seamus. Seamus? Yeah. What animal Ooh. is Seamus? Uh, okay, he would be, I think, a a goat. Oh, like a, like yeah, a ram? Yeah. Like a billy goat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Do they kick? Because the the kicking, you know the the. Rogue kick. <laughs> That's it, baby. Um, Anthony, what animal would what animal would John Cena be? What is like the universally hated and loved animal all at once? Blobfish. <laughs> blobfish. He's a blobfish. I don't know. Probably uh something that's a. Uh, like a I lion. Think John, I think John Cena like, would. I think John Cena would be like a golden retriever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good. That's very good. 
Yeah, he's like a yeah a golden retriever. I think I think a lion as well because it's like he is, you know, the pride of WWE and he's the leader and uh, you yeah. know blah 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 yeah, blah, blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Do we have any more? We, animal no, one more one more one more animal. Uh, Corey, what animal would Brock Lesnar be? <laughs> Brock Lesnar, yeah. mm. uh, he would be like one of those uh, wild boars. <laughs> they have no neck. <laughs> <laughs> this is Brock Lesnar, like the one that stole a laptop from that guy at the nudist colony. <laughs> got, can I F five this pillow? Yeah, <laughs> Jeez. What has this podcast become? It's a it's a madhouse. <laughs> it's, it's a firefly madhouse. It's a firefly madhouse. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to get your crazy weird question read on the podcast, you can submit it to us online or send it to us on our website on airfilms.com slash book events. <laughs> to close out the episode, um every week we have a match recommendation for you to go and watch and check out. And whenever we have our guests on. We asked them for our match recommendations. So, Corey Birch, tell us what your rec- match recommendation is that you think people should go and watch. I don't know if anybody's recommended this one before, but uh, the match between uh, Eddie Guerrero and uh, Mr. Kennedy. It was, no. It, it was, uh, I think it was Eddie's last match. Uh, and wow, it was, really? Yeah. It's one that he did like the smash the chair and then. The, oh. When he hit, Right, yeah, where he, where he, yeah, he faked out, um, getting injured, yeah. and then uh, the, the mat, and then, and then Mr. Kennedy. Oh, the classic Eddie, the classic yeah. chair. Yeah, so I, I definitely, I think I remember watching that match. I don't. It's, it's actually funny. You think about like you think back on Eddie, and you go. Oh yeah, that was a long time ago. And then when you say something like that, like yeah, Eddie versus Mr. Kennedy, I'm like, oh wait, right, they're in WWE at the same time. I totally forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. I like Mr. Mr. Kennedy. I know Mr. he went Kennedy. on to do TNA and Impact and stuff, but like he was yeah. on NWA like briefly, and now NWA is kind of like putting on stuff, but it's like few and far between. Yeah. Yeah. But. I, I wish he would come back. He's a, he's a great character. Mm-hmm. That was another one of my recommendations. So you guys have got to you have me back at least thirty times. <laughs> <laughs> at least thirty times. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to need to go back and watch watch that match now because that's interesting. I like both of them, so yeah, it'd be really mm-hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, Corey, thank you so much for joining us for this yeah, weird for episode. Coming, man. <laughs> it was a, it was a wacky episode, but it was a fun one. We we had a great I had a great time. Yeah, I you know so you did, Anthony. I had an excellent time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a good time. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Corey, tell people where they can uh, check you out and uh, follow the stuff that you're doing. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, so I'm at Corey Birch on Instagram. It's uh, spelled the way that nobody would ever guess. K O R R I, and then Birch like the three B I R C H. Uh, or good news comedy on Instagram as well. Uh, we we're still doing monthly shows. We're doing them all virtually now because of uh, the pandemic. Uh, so yeah, very cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for listening or 
seriously, again, if you've made it this far listening to the episode, why didn't you go over to the YouTube channel and watch it? You should one hundred percent watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is a but, watch episode. But thank you so much for watching and checking us out. Again, you can follow everything that we do here at Book Events or uh, Unknown Error Films online by following us at UE underscore films. You can follow myself online on Twitter and Instagram at Barton underscore minute. And you can follow Mr. Anthony Hall at Holland Jokes on Instagram and Twitter. And again, check out our excellent guest, Corey Birch, and everything that he does. We'll check you next. We'll get <laughs> We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. Go watch some wrestling and be safe out there. Book it, Mints. <laughs> I can't I can't handle this. I'm <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs>